World War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this channel, guys. Thank you for downloading episode 155 of Channel Massive. Such a foreboding voice. Well, welcoming to Come Into My Arms, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. The animal fact with Barry White was successful. I see you know what? <laughs> yes. I'm Noah. The same one as before, but new and improved with a cold. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Smoother than ever. <laughs> You're so sexy. Jay's <laughs> really smooth. Well, welcome to our show. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, mostly, we're going to talk about stuff and things. Well, the year, uh, year of our Lord 2010 and the year of our Lord 2011. But not so, 2012. Are, not are you saying that, that this is one of those uh, lame prediction shows? No. <laughs> we're talk about some other stuff. We're going to have some mail where we're about the podcast. That's pretty cool. We're going to talk about some news. We're going to talk about some different things we got for Christmas, what we're playing. We got all kinds of <laughs> and there's a couple predictions in there. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get into the lame prediction show. <laughs> yeah. Got it. It should be fun. It should be exciting. If the audio quality is a little different than what you expected, it's because I'm having to patch in remotely from down south in Colorado Springs. But I have to say, Noah, your voice is mighty fine. <laughs> Why, thank you. Normally, if you want to hear more of it, download the last episode of Dojo Show Go, where it's just me talking for 30 minutes like this. No, no, I think what we're going to do is we're going to infect you with like all sorts of flu virus. <laughs> <laughs> next few months just to keep your voice like this because I like it, man. You know what? I like it too and we recorded an episode of Channel Massive with this voice a couple years ago <laughs> also with the cold and uh, I, I'm kind of happy. You wish you could just keep it? I, I wish that I could. I definitely like it as compared just to my regular voice. Total cool like radio voice. Maybe if I like, like yeah. what I could do. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever no one comes over to do the podcast, I'll just have like a B, a B or two, like sting him in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then again, that might like have like a really bad yeah, side sorry. effect it's to for it. It's science, man. It's fine. There's always <laughs> casualties for science. <laughs> Sacrifices must be made for the quality of the podcast. Okay. Right. Sorry, Noah. No, no slight. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. 
I say let's get on with the show. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Whatever the hell your persuasion is. Yeah. Whatever the hell you do. Let's do it. I have had the most excellent week off from work this week because finally I have been unencumbered with my regular life and just been down with my parents and playing video games. Well, more more of watching my parents play video games. They're actually even playing video games right now as we speak in the room next door, which used to be my bedroom. <laughs> so they're like taking the over the over the house. Yeah, they took over my old bedroom, and now I get to sleep in the ghetto, small third bedroom that's right next door. So like, they didn't preserve your room exactly as it was. With, like, I know, I know, it's really wrong. They put their two big computer desks in there, and you know they have their big fancy PCs in there, their gaming PCs, and then they also have their Xbox 360s hooked up to their monitors. Wait, wait, no, 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 hold, 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 hold on, hold on. Alright, so. This begins to describe how Noah turned out to be the way Noah Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I have to go back. Let's rewind a little bit. Remix. You said your parents have gaming PCs. Yeah. Gaming PCs. And two 360s? You yes. said 360s plural. Yes, they each have their own 360. You're freaking shitting me! Do they have Wii's and PS2? Yeah, they have a, a Wii hooked up downstairs to their big TV and surround sound system. And oh my god! So the Wii doesn't get the cool HDMI connection, but the Wii doesn't have one of those anyways. But the 360 does, so they've cooked their, they've hooked their 360s up to their computer monitors with HDMI cables. And, oh, it's beautiful! So it's like the ultimate gaming pad. Man, you did not stand a chance if you didn't want to be a gamer. <laughs> I guess. Wow, dude, actually... Like, no more checkers, mommy, I'm tired. You know, <laughs> like, no more poetry, daddy, no. No, actually... I just want to write a book or do something creative. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering... Do we have the right guy on the show? I don't know. He might be overqualified. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's a no, no, he may be underqualified. Should we bring his parents yeah. on? <laughs> and like, to go to the so they can like, comment? Because I'm wondering if out of the whole Noah Ward family, do we have the right guy? I mean, he, <laughs> he's just the underachiever. Oh, we thought Noah would be... We thought he'd own his own game company by now. Yeah, but no, we failed. <laughs> he only has his own... <laughs> Two podcasts and the consultant for game UI design and we expected so much more. <laughs> wow, I know, it's true. It's, it's wow. That's impressive. It is impressive. You, you know, the game system my parents have is uh, some dominoes <laughs> <laughs> and some really, really scraggly looking. Uh, cards, like a deck of cards. Yeah, we actually got into card games recently in the last three or four months and, uh... Thrown casino, and then... (laughs) (laughs) 
but we haven't played any of those this week. Maybe we'll get some at that time. And I am actually mandating that my mom uh, make some Christmas cookies with me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She's no, all like, what no. do you want to do tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, whatever you want to do is cool. I'm like, well, I, I do have some more Christmas cookies I need to make. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry I asked. Disaster <laughs> here. We're all out of uh, cookies at the Channel Massive Studios. So <laughs> we are. Um, so we need more of those, um, whatever those chocolate chip things were. Oh, dude. We need a lot more. Like, stat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get working on that. I've got a couple other kinds to make still, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> to give you an update on what my parents played, I think my dad is playing. He was playing Medal of Honor, but then I think he switched to Call of Duty Black Ops multiplayer because I can hear other people's voices. And I think my mom's playing games that she's downloaded from Steam. But I think she, she's been on Bejeweled 3, but she's also been trying some other puzzle games and stuff. So anything to get her to stop yeah, playing Farmville. <laughs> oh. Don't say that. that. You know what? That's the only, like, yeah, you have to, like, stop it right there. That's what she's saying. She's like, wow, I'm not going to play Farmville anymore. I'm like, good. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this Steam sale. Look at all these awesome games that you can buy for 250 each. Even then, you know, Noah, I have to say that I can't imagine a world where my parents would have two Xbox 360 <laughs> in their house. I, I, I couldn't imagine. I, I'm just Jason's parents have two I, I'm, I'm happy with I'm happy with the fact that my parents have a a Wii and a Wii Fit <laughs> board in their house and 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 it's all good I'm like I'm like proud of that fact but you and your parents they you guys take it to a whole different extreme <laughs> I love it I love that. It's awesome. They just need to start multi-boxing some MMOs, and it'll be really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll like be like. What are you guys doing? Like I'm World of Warcraft. And, 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 uh, he's, yeah. he's going through. He's doing some old vintage WoW stuff. Yeah. Who's the guy that we played Age of Conan with? Where like his wife and his kid were playing with us too. Oh yeah, that was cool. He was awesome, and so was his family. I, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. <laughs> but, so Noah. I mean, we kind of got actually. We kind of well, we had a little tangent there, a little bit. It was cool though, because it was all it was all about your parents. So, um, let's ask like a like a fun question. What did you get for Christmas this year, gaming wise? Okay, I got in. I got all three sixty games. So I got Enslaved, which is. Really fantastic. I'm so sad it didn't do better in terms of sales. Another game that I wanted to... And you know, it's actually been on sale since as of December. It has been. Like, Amazon has, like, a sale on that game all the time. Like, Andy Serkis did the the voice acting and the motion capture for the main character, and it's really well done. And, uh, it's so far, it's, it's good. Uh... That's all, that's all I can say about that. I also got Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Oh, that's another one that I wanted to get. Which uh, is awesome. I love being a cop and taking people down. Yeah? <laughs> I totally love that. I've, I've played a few street racers, because you can play either cop missions or street racing missions, and uh, I've only played a few street racing ones, and they're kind of fun, but I feel bad when I have to like take the cops out and stuff, because it's violent. You have to literally crash them, but as a cop taking down the street racers, it's freaking awesome. It feels so, uh, it feels authentic, even though you're driving ridiculous things like Porsches and Lamborghinis and 
Right, like the cops have like the same kind of kind cars. Of like some Miami Vice cops. Pardon? Like in Miami Vice, they always drove around and like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's and and it's so violent. I mean, you're literally crashing these people, and it, like with the street race, you have six racers. You have to take them all out. And it's like when you knock them into these crashes that there's no way that anybody would survive because the cars get totally crushed and flipped. And I even knock somebody off of a cliff, which is awesome, send them right through the guardrail into the ocean. And then it's like, busted. Or it's like, race shut down. I'm like, hell yeah, it was. (laughs) But like deploying the spike strips, calling in helicopters, sending in electromagnetic pulses, it's just so rewarding. And it's a beautiful game. Damn. I'm going to have to get that one. It's yeah, I definitely recommend it. I also got the limited edition of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood with the Harlequin Jack in the Box. <laughs> you got the Harlequin one? Yeah, it's totally evil, and I love it. I haven't tried the multiplayer; I've just tried the single player. And I gotta admit, Jason, I feel a little guilty because I haven't played the first two games. I own them, <laughs> but I just like I started it up, and they did like a little two-minute summary of what's happened. Stop. Just stop what you're doing and play through the first two, because you you miss so much. You really do. You, you would miss a lot as far as the story goes. I'd hate for you to just, because you know, and I'm I'm being totally serious. You, you would. You would miss so much. I remember when you were you were just powering your way through Assassin's Creed One before Assassin's Creed Two came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, it's painful. But the story was good, and I did. No, that no, I mean, actually, you know, the funny thing is, is that even then, you, you kind of appreciate what they were starting to do with it, as far as how they they designed it and the and the controls and everything. But it just gets better, and yeah, you, you just yeah don't play play through the first two. Let's see if I can try. I've actually been catching. I mean, it's not it's not that painful, no. It really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> During the eye pain pool. Well, no, it, it would be like it's not like More going like from you know it's not like going from saying uh, oh okay I'm gonna play the very first Ultima. That's actually what I was thinking of when he was showing me those the other. No, uh, yeah, exactly. It's not like that. It's not like those big of steps. Yeah. Between that, you know, yeah, I mean, there is there are some mechanics and gaming conventions that you're just like, oh, why did you do this? But um. Yeah, it, it's not painful. No, 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 not at all. Not at and all. along those lines, I've actually—that's what I really loved about this week because I've been able to catch up on some games that I've owned for a long time this year, and haven't played at all, such as DJ Hero Two, and also Split Second. And ooh, that's the game that I really wanted to try, but I just never got to. Oh, it is so over the top. I, I unlocked one of the most comedically ridiculous modes yet in Split Second, where it's just you racing through the one of the race courses while this like Apache or Tomahawk military helicopter follows you and shoots like uh, missiles at the track in front of you and you get like a, a one to two second warning of where they're going to land and you have to weave through them as it's trying to kill you. <laughs> you just get points for not getting hit and you only have three lives, but it's just the most ridiculous thing ever, but it's so much fun over the top. Totally recommended. And you know that that's how I like my racing games. I like I don't like them realistic. You know, like the Gran Turismo games, I could not get into. No, that's just uh, yeah, it's more it's boring. I it's like arcadey action 
racing. Yeah, and especially in split second when you're knocking down air control towers and causing plane crashes and blowing up boats. That's kind of why I liked Blur because you know it was like oh, car- yeah. it was more like a kart racer. Yeah, yeah, less worry about the details and more focus yeah. on the fun. Exactly, exactly. And then I also helped my mom get through some Kirby's Epic Yarn levels and. Uh, I think that's about it. I've, I've played a bunch of Steam stuff since they've had a great sale. I downloaded a oh, bunch of little puzzle games. It's the holidays, so they have to go. They have to go crazy with those sales, don't they? They do, and it's hard to resist. I tell you. <laughs> How about you, Jason? What did you get for your Christmas gifts? Well, okay, so I well, I got uh, let's see, I got Rock Band Three with the keyboard. Ooh, and. I can already see that it's going to be a problem because I was like, and I was kind of like hyped about it because I was, I was like, okay, it's the keyboard. And, and I used to play the piano when I was like eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I played it even beyond that. I, but I, I, you know, I quit like my piano lessons a long time ago. <laughs> but, the the thing is is that what I see is is that I I'm going to have an issue is that the keyboards and the piano is that it's a it's a percussive instrument and and that's what it is. You're not actually playing. Music. I I am accents. Yeah, and I am born a white boy without rhythm, so it's going it, to that the keyboards are going to be a challenge for me just to even on easy i i know it and i i started playing through some of the songs on easy and i was barely making it through that's wow. how bad it is i'm like and i was trying the pro keyboards and i'm like i don't know what the i don't know what the hell i'm doing it was horrible it it was god awful so was it even fun or was Screw it just it. No, no, I mean, it was still, it was educational, and I actually, I went through some of the, the way they have it set up now is that they have it like, it's not, it, they set it up kind of like, well, okay, it's, it's a learning process, and you can, your, your goal, you have like goals, and so your goals are to get through like the, the piano, like pro keyboard uh, lessons. That's like one challenge, and so you can go through those, and those teach you like basic chords and and the base the basics of the keyboard. It, it's it's kind of like your elementary piano yeah. lessons, uh, you know. If, if you were like an eight year old kid sitting there, your parents paid God's no God God knows how much money, you know, for your piano lessons. I like how you said that Battlestar Galactica style. That was cool, dude. <laughs> Yeah. God. Yeah, and, and well, no, but that's how it is. It's like they would sit there, you know, they they they'd pay a piano teacher to teach you how to play piano, and you were sitting there and you had to play the scales, and you, and, they, and they did, and that's how they do it. You have to learn all the scales, all the basics. You have to learn how where your thumb goes. You know, in particular scales, and some every scale has a particular progression to them, and it's like it, it is. It's like being sat down as an eight-year-old at a piano teacher's school and doing that. 
and it's humbling because it's like, oh, damn, I kind of remember this. But then again, I don't. And I, and I suck. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's all good. And so I did that for a while. I play, I, I sang through some of the songs. I, I downloaded some more songs because, hell, you know, I can't go without downloading new music for my rock band collection. Uh, so, yeah. Vocally, yeah, I'm awesome. I'm an awesome vocalist, not so good keyboardist, and I kind of wish I would have got the the uh, pro guitar for it, but meh, I got the keyboard for Christmas, so I'm going to learn how to do that, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, what else did I get? I got a, uh, I got the Connect. I got Connect wow. for Christmas. I'm connected. You wanted that? Well, it was, you know, it, that was one of those things that I put on my Amazon wish list that I was like, well, you know, if, if I get it, great. If I don't, I really don't care. It was actually, it was one of those kind of things. It was kind of funny because... For me for Christmas, it's it's like, uh, eh, you know, it's Christmas, and for me, it's all about my kid. I really don't care about myself all that much, so I'm gonna throw a bunch of stuff that I, you know, I think I might like. I don't care if I get it or not, but if I do, great. If I don't, whatever. Well, I I put the connect on my wish list, and I ended up getting it, and I have to say. I love it. Really? It is awesome. It is... It is probably one of the most influential pieces of gaming hardware you could get for your for your Xbox 360. And you know what? And I, and I, can't, I can't even imagine that it's any better for the Wii or for the the Sony Move, it is that influential of a product right now. It's not perfect. You know, you can't expect it to be perfect because, well, hell. I mean, nothing, nothing like this has ever been done before. But it is so well done. Uh... I hooked it up, and it, it scans your room. You know, it determines where you're at. It tries to pick up who you are. So, so you'll. It, it does this thing where it calibrates your. It calibrates your Xbox to, you know, who you are. So if you have a profile, so I, I have my gamer tag or whatever it is, and it'll scan your whole body. It runs a couple tests, and then it'll it'll recognize your face and your movements. And so, when, the, when you turn on your PC, when you turn on the Xbox 360, the next time you log on, it'll go. It'll like scan you, and it'll go, "Oh, that's you." And it'll say, "I recognize you. I know who you are, just from you know how it scanned your body." your movements, and everything. And I was like, oh, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> but it's <laughs> kind of cool. Uh, you know, if, if 
Logan, if my son Logan or if my wife walked up to the Xbox 360 and it and it hadn't gone through that process yet, it'd be like, oh, who the hell are you? I don't know who you are. <laughs> but I recognize the owner of this Xbox 360, which is me. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. So it does that. It does, uh, I've, I've got four games for it. Well, I've got three games for it so far. And another thing that I'd like to call a physical trainer death bot game that I, I wouldn't even call it a game. I'd call it, I'd call it something that I hate. Because I do want to start working out a little bit more. But that's besides the point. So I got uh, Connect Sports. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing how it tracks you. It's amazing how even, like, my son, Logan, who was four years old, who hadn't even been in front of a game before, was able to pick up, like, a game like bowling. And he kicked my ass at it. Really did. He he actually he got like five strikes in a row, and I was yeah. and he wasn't even trying. How old is he? He's four. <laughs> and I'm like, I was trying. I was trying to, be, I, you know, I wasn't trying to be easy on him or anything. Like a good father, a good father would sit there and go, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it easy on him and you know and try to." You know, I'll, I'll make it close, but I'll, I'll make sure that he wins. No, it wasn't even like that. He kicked my ass. <laughs> he was able, and, 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 it, and it took him two games to figure out how to make it work. And he was rocking on it. He was doing really good. The controls were intuitive. Uh, some of the control schemes, you may have heard people describe some of the control schemes like uh uh what's the movie minority report that happens it, it's not exactly yeah. like it it's not exactly like it but they can they pull it off and then there are certain menus that you can do that with and it's like oh shit that's exactly like what some of the shit you see in minority report and you're like fuck yeah that's badass <laughs> It's very impressive. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it's uh, it's damn impressive. I, I played uh, the the fitness game that I was playing. It's able to track your body, and it's able to tell you, okay, you're not you're not bending your knees enough for this particular exercise. Uh, so step it up and improve it. It's like fuck, and I actually I found myself kind of like cussing at the at the at the, at the TV. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you! I'm bending my damn knees well enough." And but it, you know it, it kept me going, and I was, and I got a really good. And I I got to tell you right now, my knees are fucking sore. I'm hurting right now, and it's all good. Um, and it's something that that the we and even the move cannot replicate because it can't it can't detect your whole body it can't detect like the width how, how you're positioning your legs or your arms yeah. or anything like that the, the we and the and the, the move cannot do that kind of stuff 
Only the Kinect can do that. And I think that's where the Kinect is probably, you know, if you're, you know, the Wii has... The Wii has the the, the board, and, and it's got years and years of development yeah. ahead of it. Mm-hmm. It's going to lose in the long run because because of the way the Kinect is able to track your entire body. It was able to tell me my height, uh, the dimensions of my body. Uh, it's it's pretty damn impressive. Um, and what else did I get? I I don't think I got anything else. I played... The other thing I've been playing, of course, is World of Warcraft, which I don't feel the need to really get into all that much, because, well, hell, I think I've talked about it enough. Uh, needless to say, I think if I had a screenshot of all the auctions that I've been selling on the server... Well, let's just say that I own the auction house <laughs> on the server we're playing on. If you want to join our guild, well, actually, I don't think we're going to keep our guild. We're going to move to a different one. Um, Why is that? Well, just because there's only three of us <laughs> who play <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah. And, the way, and the way the guilds and... World of Warcraft work now is you need numbers. And we don't got the numbers right now, so eh, whatever. It's all good. Uh, we're going to probably step it up and join a different guild that has some numbers and we'll try to yeah, we'll try to include everybody else who wants in on it. Uh, just it's just right now. Right now, as it stands, my opinion on the new expansion is that they've done a fantastic job as far as the single player aspect goes. Like one to like level one to level sixty, you could probably just do all by yourself, which. Yes, is good and bad in its own way. And I think probably in a later episode I'll expand a little bit more on that. Syndicate, L.A., home of the body bag. Ice T, a young player bred in South Central. Colors, colors, syndicate. We have a piece of email for this episode, which is always great to receive. Awesome. Listeners, if you want to be in episode 156, send your comments into mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. Or you can leave us a comment on the website, too. That always works fine as well. But for this one, we've got a message from Scott Cormack, who's written this in the past and has a bit of a personal update about what's going on with him. He's also a uh, prize winner from one of uh, from our last Channel Massive contest where we that's right copy of Fable Three Fallout New Vegas and which one did he take? 
Um, I think he took uh, New Vegas. Uh. If I recall correctly. Please correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. I, I, it's been a while, so I can't remember exactly. And plus, I'm a little drunk, so hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what Scott had to say to us. Hey, dudes, I'll be heading to Afghanistan in the next two to three weeks, and I had an idea that was personally motivated by you all. I started the podcast of my own that is me, platoon sergeant, and my platoon basically telling it like it is. The whole idea is to bring the outside world into our little corner of the universe, our little twisted yet hilarious corner of the universe. It would be an honor if you would check out at least one or two of the episodes and let me know what you think and what I can do to make it better. Things will get a lot more interesting when we get into the into get into country and everything starts rolling. Just be advised, it earns its explicit tag, and some of the content may be offensive. What can you expect from a bunch of crazies that get paid to kill people for a living? Much appreciated, Sergeant First Class Scott Slane, Cormac. Wow. Um, awesome. So you can uh, go ahead and check that podcast out. We'll link it to our website, obviously. Um, wow, we, we appreciate the kind words, Scott. Um Really don't know what else to say about that, um, except for that we're honored that we could, <laughs> for whatever. I don't know why. I don't know why. Proved to be inspirational. We're inspirational. We're psychos. So I, get, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I maybe did actually. I had a chance to listen to some of the to uh, his his madness. I you know it. It's one of those things to, for me. For me, it's hard, Scott, because you're, you're out there putting your lives against the line, and you and the, the rest of your guys. I don't. I don't know who else you have uh, rolling with you in your platoon who's doing this podcast. And I hope you continue it while you're in Afghanistan. I think it'd be kind of interesting to hear, uh, you know, what you guys are doing. Um, I kind of hope it's unedited, although I kind of have my doubts because I don't know how the military controls such things. But, uh, man, that's that's really cool, and and uh, from the bottom of my heart, I I appreciate you know that that we were able to drive you to do this. Although I don't know, I I'm kind I kind of feel bad for you because. I don't know. I, I feel partially responsible now for the for the madness that you're about to endure. Right. <laughs> Mark back here. Uh, I don't think they were inspired to do the podcast with us, but I think they were. They were. He was saying that calling it like he sees it kind of was something that that we right. we've done, and so I, I was pretty proud to hear that. You know? Well, Thank either you way. That. Great. Either way, well, if we weren't your inspiration, then screw you. I don't care about <laughs> you anyway. Sorry, you bastards. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't like you know go into the military just because of us. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. That's not what he's saying, yeah. Mark. I'm, I'm saying getting into podcasting. I you know, know the whole I'm podcast. Totally kidding. I'm totally so, kidding. Yeah, and you know, and honestly, I, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do what you guys do. I mean, shit. There's no way. Oh yeah, virtually, sure. I, I'd go blow up some some Taliban. Why not? I actually got to listen to some of the intros. He's got some 
Yeah. They're, they're in little segments, like 12 to 15 minute segments where his platoon members are introducing themselves. And it was actually pretty entertaining. I liked it. It's really well done. And, um, did you guys pimp out their, uh, URL or anything yet? Or? Um, yeah. it's, it's called the not so quiet professionals dot podbean got dot com. Yeah. If you guys want to check, check it, it out. out. Very cool. Thanks so much, Scott. Yeah. We hope to hear more great adventures as yeah. you're up there. And that everyone returns safe. They finished their intros straight, now, man. so they're moving on to the meat and potatoes. <laughs> cool stuff. Thank you very much, Scott, for writing in and telling us about your show. We look forward to hearing more of it. And listeners, we would love to hear more from the rest of you as well. Keep us posted on what you guys are doing, guys and ladies. Send your feedback into mail at channelmaster.com. Yeah, say that like again. Said, say yeah. that again a little lower. Send your feedback into mail <laughs> at channelmassive.com. Yeah. Ladies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ladies and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny stuff. Well, so, next, we're going to be getting into some gaming news, if not predictions, for 2011. So stay tuned. The get into news or are we going to just dive into well mark are you going to tell us what we what you're playing because we set it up so that we're going to take a break and have you say what you were playing sure i'll tell you what i was playing i've been playing a lot of uh league of legends and cataclysm uh that's pretty much what i've been doing um trying to think if i've played any like i've been playing a lot of hydro thunder on the Xbox. You have? Yeah, with my son. Well, dude, we got to get together and do he's that. He's all man. about the police boat. Like, he's like, <laughs> on the Lake Powell one, uh-huh. he's like, why is that police boat chasing us? And uh-huh. I'm like, watch this. <laughs> like, ram it into the cliff. Yeah, yeah. And then when we do the, like, Viking one, he's like, what, are, what is that guy saying to us? And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's some kind of Nordic. Dude, we, you, you know what? You should, like, give me a buzz and we'll... Okay. Well, you know, but you don't have uh, gold, do you? I, uh... No, but I get a gold it. account, you bastard. Yeah, Just I should, do I it. One. I one. I should do it again. There's a reason to do it. Anyway, I've been playing that. I'm really. It's. It's. I'm torn. I'm enjoying Cataclysm quite a bit. I'm. Uh, I've got. I decided to start working on my Death Knight, and um, I've been like fishing and cooking and working on enchanting <laughs> and herbalism and archaeology. I've been doing some. You have like. You have like different. Alts to do different things. Yeah, I have all these different alts that do different different skills. And, but my death. How, uh, how many alts do you have, Mark? Oh, just just out of three active ones for the horde, and then two for alliance. Ah, so the alliance one though. So I you're kinda, a crossdresser. I kind of well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't take it that far. <laughs> I kind of ran steam with the worgen stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, I got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm in a place I've been before. Not to spoil it for anyone. I was like, I don't know, I, I just, I don't know, I, I thought the Undead one was such a surprise because it had changed so much and it was so epic, right. like the storyline, 
that then the Wargan one, which I've been looking forward to for like two years, just kind of didn't didn't resonate with me quite as strongly. So I'm I think I need to kind of reset my go goblin level. You'll never go back. I didn't dig the goblin one particularly. The undead one really worked for me. So. Um, but then I was like, oh, I'll go redo the Death Knight storyline, and so I've done that. Now I'm now I'm like actually at the point where I need to go to Outland, but I'm trying to just level up some stuff first. Um, so you know, Jason busted me fishing the other night. <laughs> yeah, I, was, like, getting all these I like I, I, I caught the achievement unlock for yeah for Mark's fishing. <laughs> so I've been doing that um, and listening to actually listening to the. Uh, not so quiet professionals podcast while I do it because that's one of the few things I can do and actually listen to a podcast and wow at the same time because I can't raid and do that. The other thing that's interesting is with, the reason I started playing my Death Knight was all the characters I made thus far for this new server are all DPS characters and I realized that I've never, with the exception of my warrior that I played a long time ago, which I always played as like a uh, not as a tanking warrior, but as a D- DPS warrior. Every every character is pure DPS, so I've been trying to take a different role on. So I thought I'd try and be a tanking death knight, and I wasn't sure how that would go. And I don't know if it was the badass glyphs Jason sent me or not, but my first attempt to do <laughs> well, I tanking, seriously doubt it. Um, was like in Blackrock Depths, and it actually went really well. So I was holding aggro. I was not dying. I was actually barely even getting hurt. But it was a, you know, it was a, it was a quest. It was a right sized you know, dungeon experience. So, so it went really well. So I'm kind of psyched to do that some more. But um, and and burn throughout land. So that should be cool. But, uh, and then lull wise, uh, my friend Donovan started playing again, and so we've been playing a bit. And last night we got on. Uh, team speak and we did a 5v5 and all five of us on our team were on the same channel at the same time strategizing and it boy does that make a difference it was really cool to just have that coordination so i'm kind of hooked on that whole strategy of like actually winning it was pretty neat <laughs> hooked on the strategy of winning yeah imagine as, that as far as what i got for christmas my wife got me a we fit which i guess was a subtle hint to lose some weight Oh. No, just kidding. I I asked for it. I was like, I want a Wii Fit, so I got a Wii Fit and uh, some. I uh, got some cool games. Um, I, gosh, I can't remember what all I got, but it's been it's been pretty fun to check it out. So that that's that's my experience in a nutshell. Cool. Hydro Thunder is really fun. <laughs> it, is. it is. I just got. Yeah, I, I wish there was a way to, like, cheaply build a, like, sit-down oh, with the air chair with the air and everything going on behind air. you, because then it would be perfect. Like Arctic Thunder? Yep. Um, so, anyway, you still there, Noah? Did you fall yes, I am. Oh, good. Okay. So, are we going to dig into predictions, then? Let's Noah? do it. Yes. So, let's put on our... Nostradamus wardrobes. Mm. Our robes. Our robes of our robes of far seeing. And uh, what, Jason, is your prediction for the biggest disappointment of 2011? Well, I'm just I'm going to go and predict that first off that the Bioware Epic MMORPG. The old Republic will 
not make it. Not show up in 2011? Nope. Not at all. They'll delay it. They'll delay it at least until somewhere in 2012. And, uh... Everybody will get pissed off. There'll be much tooth-gnashing, grinding of teeth, pissed-off people. They'll be like, oh, this is going to be the greatest epic fail of all time. And no, it's not going to just be that. It's just just they're not going to release it until 2012. But... 2012, the world will end. Oh, that's right. Perhaps they've designed it for failure. <laughs> what about you, Noah? What's your uh, prediction for the biggest disappointment of 2012, or 2011? <laughs> Besides the movie 2012, of course. <laughs> the prediction for the biggest disappointment. My prediction is I'm going to go with what that Junction Point guy said. <laughs> and that Old Republic will come out, and it will be the biggest failure of all time. It will release. It will be a flop heard around the world. Like yes, like a wet fish. Like that, that obese guy screwed up at the swimming pool and went off the high dive and fell. <laughs> be beautiful. Well, my uh, biggest disappointment for 2011 is that someone will actually give Brad McQuaid another shot at developing games. Oh. It's an enclosed tie with whatever Duke Nukem Forever turns out to be will just suck utterly. Those are my 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 uh, my thoughts. I could be wrong, but I do think it's about time for Brad McQuaid to reemerge from his cocoon. <laughs> of, rise of from happy your slumber. <laughs> rise. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to forget all the things you did wrong before and do them again. Yeah, I guess MMO-wise, if we're, if we're talking MMOs... Well, let's talk about anything. Um, another prediction that I would have would be that DC Universe Online would just... Uh, it would like sell like a ton of copies like initially just because of the, the grip of the hype behind it. And then eventually it would just, like, die. Oh, and then my standard disclaimer is any MMO that Microsoft starts, it will stop and, and it will be a big disappointment. <laughs> well, Did I get, I get that, that they, that's not really a prediction. No, that's more just, like a standard. That's more like just a given. It's kind of how it, how it goes. Yeah. Well, um, so what about, what do you guys think the biggest surprise will be for 2011? Jason? Um... My prediction will be that uh, Rift will take the world by storm and perhaps even rival Warcraft. <laughs> I think that's a humorous prediction. Was it intended? Just to be a little humorous? bit. Oh, okay. But you're not totally insane. Slightly. <laughs> you're so skeptical. Yeah, just a little bit. And, you know, I, the thing is, is that. You know, you you listen to the blogging community out there, and and it's, that's the thing. It's like it's still, quote-unquote, in beta. And so you have, like, a lot of excitement, and everybody's, like, looking at it, and everybody gets excited, just like any other new MMO sure. that comes out. And it's only until, like, you know, about two or three months after the release... Where the warts start to come out. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, we'll see. There it is. 
What about you, Noah? What do you think will be the biggest surprise of 2011? Well, I would like to hope and wish for DC Universe Online succeeding as an as a console MMO where the Final Fantasy Online games have not. That'd be really cool. I think it will. I think it will succeed. No, are we talking cross-console MMO? No. Well, unfortunately, the console version of DC Universe Online is not compatible with PC, but I just mean it as an MMO in itself on a console actually right. being popular and successful. Although I think it will be hard, a hard sell for console gamers, because I think console gamers by default just aren't down with the whole monthly subscription fee concept. In spite of Xbox Live subscriptions, it's just I don't think it's something that a lot of them are into. You know, the other prediction that I kind of want to throw out there is that I'm going to say that one of the ma- major publishers is going to go down in flames. Oh. Like, to the point where, you know, they're like, oh shit, we're like fucked. That'd be pretty cool. We're going to have to merge with another... <laughs> Mark thinks it'd be really cool. I think it's good for the industry. We're going to have to it merge... teaches people hard lessons. We're going to have to merge with another <laughs> company, or we're going to have to dissolve and just throw our properties, you know, all over the place. On the auction block. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that that's, that might happen within the next year. My uh, Mine is that the teachings of Channel Massive will be embraced by the world and serve as a strong foundation for a new religion which will change our fundamental reality. Much <laughs> as Eve has. We've been, we've been at it for long enough. It's time for people to finally get it. <laughs> the chrysalis shall open. Yes. Chrysalis shall open and a butterfly, kind of like Kopmok, <laughs> a monarch channel massive shall emerge. <laughs> die for a good half hour before it dies of starvation. <laughs> but it'd be cool. Um, a humorous topic I put up here just for silly discussion was, uh, will I finally, I being Mark, finally admit the droid superiority over the iPhone? Um, Noah didn't, didn't felt it was beneath him to comment on this in the note. Did. <laughs> Jason thinks probably not because of the uh, screenshot functionality, which I just revealed to him in the iPhone, which is vastly superior to anything the droid can do. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but the truth is that I definitely will admit to it in February when my iPhone contracts up with AT and T. But not until then. Really no love lost with the iPhone, huh? No, not really. I'm really... The things that annoy me about it are the games aren't very good. Um, if you have a 3G, you basically got the red-headed stepchild of the iPhone family. Because GS came out shortly after the 3G, or at least it seemed like it. But the contracts are two-year contracts. And if you don't have a 3GS or a 4... You can't play 50% and growing, so like 50%, 60%, 70% as the months go by, of all the new apps that come out. But they don't tell you that, so you basically start the app. You and like your waste screen your money. turns black, and then you're back to your wow. screen. Um, it's also, every 
software release slows it down so, significantly. All right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask you a basic question because it's like one of the most popular um, phone games of all time. Can you play Angry Birds on your phone? I haven't tried it. I see it's listed, but I haven't tried to download it. It's it's the most one of the it's yeah. probably the most popular. I, I downloaded it on my dad's uh, Android though. <laughs> but I haven't tried on my See I you know, and that's the thing, is like I could play it and I've got first generation droid yeah. right here. No, I think they And and it it runs. It's it it's not fast. It's, but it's not unplayable. Well it just it feels like to me that the way that the service contracts work with the phones because you know now they're going to have the iPhone for Verizon, but previously Maybe. they've been married to AT and T. Hasn't, hasn't not official yet. Yeah, it's, but it's coming. But it's, they've been married to AT and T, and they have that goddamn two year mm-hmm. contract, right? And so and their network is not nearly well as good. It depends. It depends on what you're. Anyway, but the point is that the two year contract and the obsolescence of the phone do not line up well. Phone doesn't last two years. Mark, would you agree that the iPhone is kind of running the same course as the early battle between the Macintosh and the PC? Could be. Where there are so many, there are so many variations on the Android type phone, and there's one iPhone. Yeah, I would say the iPhone is the MCP and the... And the uh, well, no, no, I'm going to make so the Tron status. reference. The iPhone is the MCP and the Droid is Tron. And well, in the end, there can only be one. It's not even that. It's just that, there, you know, there was like one Macintosh. Oh, yeah, one, one hardware design. And that was their yeah. hardware design, and that was it, and that's what they were going with, and they weren't going to... And they had like a Tight restriction, <laughs> a tight restriction on what kind of software would run on it, and all that. Yeah. And and the PCs were the exact opposite of that. They were like open. Yeah. In the sense that they would pretty much well, allow the, anything to and, run on it. And the argument's and, the same too, right? Like the iPhone advocates or pundits are like, oh, well, but, it's but like easier have, and more you, secure. You won't, know, you won't know what this droid or that droid is compared uh-huh. to the other because they're all so different, whereas the iPhone is an iPhone. Right. You know, so it's like, it's the so same it, argument. Yeah, it is. It's, but it's, most people it's are like, like you're re- we're, reliving, we're reliving the past. Yeah, again. most people are like, you know, I liked the PC because it was cheaper. Uh-huh. B, it gave me fl- more flexibility. Right. You know? um, C, it was an open system, at least in the uh-huh. hardware. So, I don't know, it's the same thing. I hate it. I'm sorry about the diversion there. No, it's not. That. It's actually, it's it's a worthy discussion, I think. But it's like, yeah, as soon as my freaking contract's up, I'm aborting. The only thing that's a downer, and, and a guy at work I talked to had this point, was there's a lot of peripherals that are designed for iPhones and iPods and stuff, like car stereo interfaces and things, where Droid, you know, you just basically... Yeah, well, that's to too bad it. for them, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it's for some folks, it's a reason why they would continue sticking with the iPhone, but not me. I, I, I can deal with bringing up something different from my car stereo. Like I said, I, I went to a Christmas party for my wife with a bunch of doctors, 
every one of them had got rid of their iPhone in favor of a some variation of a droid. Right. Every single one well, of them. Well, you know, that says a lot. I mean, I see it where I work, too. The, uh, yeah, and these the are droid, guys that are, they're, they're not like the total tech-savvy, you know, geeks like we yeah. are. Well, at where I work a year ago, the droid, there were hardly any droid users. It was mostly all iPhones and Blackberries. Now it's mostly droids, and the other half is iPhones and Blackberries. So. Right. Well, here's an interesting question. Um, for 2011, so we've got Dota 2, we've got Heroes of New Earth, and we have League of Legends, and then we have, I guess, the original DOTA, which I didn't count, but who's going to win? A Titan versus a Titan versus a Titan. Who's going to win in 2011? <laughs> it has to be a winner. Will it be Perseus or the Kraken? Or? Or will it be Zeus or Poseidon? Or? Furby. <laughs> Medusa? No, I, don't, I, I, I personally think it'll be League of Legends, but I could be wrong. I think it'll be League of Legends. I think Dota 2 will have success, but nothing more significant than the lowest tier Valve titles that are out there. It'll have a strong community of its own, but I don't think it's going to dominate. Yeah. By, um... Jason has a different opinion. I'm going to be the total... You know, here, here, here's the thing <laughs> with me, is that is that I, I'm not a... Well, well, I like... You know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of the genre, so to speak, um, it, you know, but I do appreciate, you know, what they do, uh, I, I think Valve's gonna crush them, I really do, wow. and it's just gonna take, it's gonna be a matter of time, the problem is, is that they've got more fanboys than anybody else, they've got the guys who play, have played Left 4 Dead, and they've played nothing else, and all they know is that Valve, hey, they're coming out with... It's kind of like Blizzard, you know? Oh, Blizzard's coming out with a new game, you know? Let's try it. It's just going to be the same thing. Valve's coming out with a new game, so they're going to bring in a lot more people into the genre than uh, ever before. Uh, <laughs> they've got the money, they've got the resources. They're turning into the evil empire. Um so to speak, and that, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, is why I right. think they're going to be successful. I know, it doesn't make any sense, but... Just, yeah. They tend to do stuff, I guess. If you're evil, then you shall win. <laughs> well, I, I do think it is, in a way, right, games is game to lose, so to speak. Because I, I feel that there is growing unrest in the League of Legends uh, gaming community that they're seeing Heroes of New Earth deliver features regardless of whether that game's superior or not. There are people saying, hey, you know what? Heroes of New Earth is delivering more maps. Heroes of New Earth is giving me a map editor. Heroes of New Earth gives me one price and doesn't charge me on a bi-weekly basis for new heroes. And then you've got Valve, who's going to in indubitably <laughs> have superior uh, graphics and audio 
compared to both League of Legends and Heroes of New Earth, even if it's all going to be ripped off of Blizzard. Yeah. And that's going to be, a lot of times, games just being pretty can get people off the fence and get them to come over to their area. So I, I hope that League of Legends, they did a holiday trailer telling gamers to expect the unexpected in 2011, but... You know, Riot Games has been promising and offering lots of different things in the last six months that have not been delivered. So I'm not really sure what's left to be unexpected, but they better bring their A game soon because Dota 2 is going to put up a strong fight. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying that... Heresy, I say. <laughs> Valve, Valve essentially has unlimited resources at this point. And they can... You know, throw their best at it. And that's all they're going to give is their best. Sounds like, from a, something we covered a while back, though, that they kind of doing a, they're kind of letting that, what, that ice frog guy, whatever, do it his own way. So, hopefully they sh- could cripple them. Yeah. They could. Prima Donna can destroy quite a bit. But we'll see. Well, shall we, uh, let's take a quick break and come back with our 2010 retrospective, where we will get introspective with the retrospective. (laughs) Introspective with the retrospective. A retrospective <laughs> of games in 2010 of love. Lots <laughs> 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 of battles, fights, virtues compromised, virtues compromised. <laughs> A battle between good and and evil. (laughs) Who shall win? And who shall lose? And who shall lose? Stakes are high. Stakes are high. (laughs) Lives will be lost. (laughs) Friends will be met. (laughs) Women and children will be sold into slavery. Dogs and cats <laughs> sleeping together. Dogs and cats mating. Mating. Creating <laughs> abominations. Together. A, like a dog cat or a cat dog. A cog. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the horror. The horror. Uh, well. The passion. <laughs> Well, that's our epic intro to the 2010 retrospective. That concludes the 2010. <laughs> so we were thinking of like, well, what was the biggest disappointment of 2010? What do you think, uh, Noah? So many. <laughs> what to choose? What to choose? <laughs> On the MMO front, I'm going to say Star Trek Online and All Points Bulletin. Star Trek Online, because I... I withheld myself from Champions Champions Online 
with the naive belief that Star Trek Online would just be like, ah, mana from heaven, and it would deliver me back into the MMO fold, righteously so, but it didn't. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to pay a subscription for this. And APB was also another game that I was pretty excited about, and I ended up never even getting close to it because it was just such a bomb after release, and I'm glad I stayed away considering what happened with it. And I'm skeptical of any future rebirths of it. Call me cynical. On the console front... Yes? (laughs) You guys are just such quiet, good listeners. I had to pause to make sure you're still there. (laughs) I'm going to have to say DJ Hero 2 and Alan Wake. Shock there. Ooh, Alan Wake, really? Yeah. Oh, did you not... Uh, well, well I'm, you know, I'm just curious, because I actually... I finished Alan Wake, so I'm kind of curious. I just think it's cheesy and not scary and repetitive and had potential that I just didn't realize. Now, did Jason- I guess I, I just got... It, it, it was hyped <laughs> for too long. Oh. Huh. So it's they whipped, There's good parts to it, but it's just kind of cheesy. They whipped a dead horse. Not really. I mean, it did some pretty new. It did some novel things, but we've been looking forward. To, we have been looking forward to it for so long that right. we didn't see that novel when it finally arrived. No pun intended. Novel. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and DJ Hero Two. This is a verdict that I've reached within the last day because I finally got to play it for the first time. <laughs> Not happy with it. Oh man! So, like, did you get like, like, was there like a new peripheral that was supposed to make it better, or was it uh, just the song selection? Was the song selection? Um, Shops. And it's it's the this faux uh, ownership that they try to make you feel like you have over your character and you there's now this career mode where you it's it's called empire even where you're supposed to start out as a oh yeah so you you didn't think that creedence clearwater revival versus duran duran was (laughs) mark that was not a that's not in the uh song selection sorry to disappoint you mark (laughs) that would have been fucking cool no no it would have been like creedence ccr versus Duran Duran versus Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Even like a three-way. <laughs> but uh, let's see. But like you can't customize your character, and I know that Activision has plenty of experience with character creators thanks to Guitar Hero having it for several years. And <laughs> you can't make your own band, you can't make your own DJ logo, and you can't pick a name your own club you have to pick from all these presets and it's just it's really hokey and as far as the music selection goes it's just it's not as lively or or as exciting as last year's and there's not as much diversity which is a real shocker to me because most of the reviews i read said it has an even better selection of songs and i'm sorry but like uh i would say 70 percent of it is rap like every pretty much like 70 percent of the songs are half rap and the previous year's version, rap was maybe in only forty to fifty percent of the songs. So to me, there was a, and there was even rock songs. There was a greater breadth of variety, and I'm just more dynamic and yeah. Well, it's like, and they they try to focus a lot more on recent music because they thought that if they did that, 
it would make it more appealing. And there's not a lot of great music coming out recently. And I would also feel that that is definitely true with rap music. And I'm not a big fan of rap music anyways. So it's kind of like a big a double whammy for me. It's just like, oh, man, I've been playing through this on medium, but I don't want to play through it on hard again because I don't like the music. It's boring and it's annoying and it's just it all starts to blur together and it's not catchy or fun. So uh, yes, big thumbs down. I see DJ two packs like with the, with it's like the game and turntable available for like sixty bucks. I thought it was a good <laughs> matchup like, though. Oh yeah, you could tell like one of those game. You could tell that game's going down in flames when when you see like the whole pack going for like less than sixty fifty bucks. Yeah, that's too bad. And the, 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 what's also a shame is they're actually supporting this one, unlike the last year, where they only released like four extra songs to purchase. With this one, they've released four or five packs of songs this year, which is really cool. And at least there's a little bit more diversity in those songs. But still, yeah, it's uh, not succeeding. Oh. I think they did a little bit too much, got a little too carried away with the demographics research and said, oh, demographics say we should have this kind of music, we should have this and this it's, and this. What happens when you... Uh when you try to look at the metrics. Yeah, and if, what's interesting is there's all these stats that are built into the game, and you can run through the song list, and it's all tied into the community. If anybody else has the game, it'll tell you, hey, your friend has this score on this song. And it also tells the cumulative number of likes for each of the mixes, and most of the rap mixes don't have a lot of likes. There's oh. a few, like something with California in it. Uh, there's some Snoop Dogg songs, and there's like... a it's getting hot in here and stuff like that. You know, some rap classics from the last 10 or 15 years. They're popular, but a lot of the other ones are just like me. Whereas more of the dancey stuff has more likes, which not surprised me. I don't think that the rap community has gotten on board to the DJ hero train as much as Activision would like to think. Right. In rock band three, actually does the same kind of thing where, where it'll tell you, I actually, I'm kicking Mark's ass by the way. In all of Mark, in, in all, of, <laughs> all the Rock Band 3 stuff, yeah, I beat your score. Did you, you, I have to tell you something sad. I'm you're beating my son, my four-year-old son's score. Oh, yeah? So you, I'm, you I'm are, kicking your son's wait, ass. sarcastic clapping. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, you are destroying it, it's funny, the though. World. It's like, but yeah, it'll show you that, it'll show you, um... You know, it'll give you an option to like give like a, a song, like you know, one to five thumbs up, you know, something like that. Yeah, it it does similar stuff like that. It's well, pretty cool. Competitive, you might be killed. Sweet man, I'm 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 yeah, looking forward to kicking his ass. Yeah, <laughs> some uh, taekwondo, uh, some jeet kundo, and some Brazilian jiu jitsu. So, so Mark, what were your bi biggest disappointments of the year? Um, Star Trek Online and Champions Online. <gasps> oh, let's see, and I wonder why, Mark. What, did you have lifetime subscriptions to? Just the uh, one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty big bummers. Um, I just I don't know. Just free to play, free to play. <laughs> Not too happy with that. I think enough said on that. Let's move on to... <laughs> oh, Mark, you... No, 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 come on. Gloss over that. That's all I can say. There's come on. Else. Well, if, it, if anybody's seen them, 
you enjoyed Champions Line. You played a lot of hours in Champions Online, as I recall. It just ran out of steam for me. It actually, as I was playing it, I was like, going, God, I might be having more fun in City of Heroes. <laughs> I, went to, uh, I went to E3 and got to play DC Universe Online, and I was like, oh, this is what that was supposed to be. This is This is what they were shooting for. And then I actually got to play the beta later for it, you know, at home for DC Universe Online. I was like, oh, yeah, definitely this is what Champions Online was trying to be and failed miserably at. So it's neither been a, it has not been able to replicate all the things that endeared us to City of Heroes, the group of us, um, nor did it manage to achieve any kind of next generation thing other than the graphics are a little better and the gameplay is a little faster, but... DC Universe's graphics are way better, and its gameplay is way faster. And uh, as far as Star Trek Online, it's just a really nice way to use, reuse that engine to put ships up there in space, but I did not dig it. So very disappointed that I spent any money at all on anything that Cryptic made, and I don't think I'll make that mistake again. So yeah. screw you, Cryptic! Maybe next time. <laughs> See, I was thinking, yeah, with my my biggest disappointments were probably all MMO related. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, APB, you know, it's again one of those games. I I thought APB was going to be like Thank Grand Theft Auto Four, but with you know online and you could you know, do all sorts of crazy shit, and it, it, you know, and they had some great ideas. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of it never came to fruition, and, well, well, we all know what happened there. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that, 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 that's, a, that's just a sick thing. It's like these single-player games do virtual worlds ten times better than an MMO does. Why is that? You know, these are single-player games that replicate a virtual world way better than an MMO does. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I, I think until a, a game is able to replicate, an MMO is able to replicate something like, you know, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption or uh, a Fallout 3 or, or, you know, some of these single-player games, and until they're able to replicate some of the, the the experiences that you're able to experience in a virtual world like that, you know, MMOs are going to fall short every single time. Uh, Star Trek Online, of course, I'm the, one of the biggest Trek fans of all time, and it just did Could not... Could you calibrate my tricorder? Well, yeah, you know, hey, man, I've been to conventions. <laughs> I've seen... I've seen things. I've seen things. I've experienced things that nobody would want to experience. <laughs> I really am. I, I'm, and, and even then, you know, that's the thing. Is like, and I can laugh about a lot of those things at, at the truck conventions that I've been to. And... Cryptic just dropped the ball. I mean, they had so. And that's the thing. They they have the engine to 
make a lot of those experiences a lot broader. Sure, yeah, they have all the tools. They have the tools, they just don't use them. No, they... They don't. And and, and that's what pissed me off. It's like, and, and the first, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll make an example of this, is when you, uh, uh, it, it's one of those things where you, what was, what was the quest? Oh, when you have to, you actually face off against the Doomsday Machine. Okay? And it was like the biggest gripe I've ever had. I was like, they could have, like, they could have hyped that up. Just with the visuals and the whole... <laughs> with, with the visuals and the music and, and everything else, they could have just... They could have slowed everything down and made it, like, this epic moment. And instead, it was like, no... It was like nothing, and it was stupid, and the 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 big death cone from hell, the doomsday machine looked like nothing, and it and it took like five shots to kill once you did something. It was no big deal. <laughs> boom, and, boom, boom. And it should have been like it. It really did. It, it and it should have just been this epic thing where you were just like, oh my god, yeah. oh my god, I'm. You know, and, and they could have did it. They, they could have on the bridge. Pan to you getting closer. Yeah, to the pan to you on exactly. The bridge, they could have done something crazy like yeah. that, but they didn't do it. And and they they, they have the opportunity. Man. They had the opportunity, and they didn't do it. One of the and, most it and it fails on that level. So yeah, that's called we have a schedule, and we're just going to get yeah shit done. And yeah, exactly. We're gonna use this IP for everything we can. All right, on a brighter note. Best game of 2010, Jason? Uh, mine is, well, it, it's kind of hard, because I had a couple of them. Uh, Mass Effect 2, you know, totally up there. Uh, but when it all boils down to it, Red Dead Redemption, uh, you know... <laughs> Rock sword, your sock swords? It, it, it does. It, or your boxers. It's one of those things where, yeah, everybody else is like, oh, yeah, Red Dead Redemption rocks. Well, it really does. It, it's just one of those games where it has a good storyline. It has, it has the open world feel to it where, you know, you can just go and do anything you want whenever you want to do it. Um, you know, it, 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 I mean, it, it captures the whole Western... Wild West cowboy yeah, feel, and it, it, it was just fantastically done, and and it, it was great, and I can't wait to go back and play it again. Cool. What about what about you, Noah? For me, Noah. Let me collect myself. <laughs> oh. Yes, my my first reaction was. League of Legends, because it's the game that I probably spent the most time on this year. Much to my surprise. <laughs> what happened? But it took getting over a hump, because I did play the game last year when it came out in 2009. I'm like, yep, it sucks. <laughs> Moved on <laughs> quite quickly. <laughs> but then I forced myself through it, and I can't believe I've played it so many times. <laughs> And I've grown to really love it and appreciate its subtleties and its crazy-ass community. But I also would be remiss to not note 
the other two games that I really liked on some other platforms. I really loved Super Mario Galaxy 2 and Professor Layton 3. Those are Nintendo games, of course, but they're sequels that greatly improved Kill upon their predecessors. Kill him. <laughs> As uh, our listeners who hate me talking about DS games stab their ears, stab them again. <laughs> well, my favorites are League of Legends, no surprise there, and uh, Cataclysm was a great, which I guess I would list as a game. Um, it was really surprisingly good. I expected it to be good, but it, it's the best of the three expansions, I would say, so really digging on that. Um Anything console-based that came out, nothing really grabbed me this time around. So uh, that's about it for that. What about your biggest shocker, Noah? The surprise. Surprise. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Noah. Trying to stay on task. Biggest surprise for me, getting back to League of Legends, is that free-to-play games can actually be fun, because I certainly started out 2010 thinking of free-to-play games in the same derogatory manner that I have thought of them for years. And, like I said, when I tried out League of Legends at first, I'm like, this is stupid. And then I ended up really liking it a lot. And then you you went to E3, and then we tried a bunch more of other free-to-play games. They were great, too. I couldn't believe it. I was actually having fun and anticipating playing them when they came out. So it's it's great to see that that subset of online gaming has really started to come into its own to provide something that doesn't feel like it was clearly made for a different audience in a different nation across an ocean. It's actually something that we can get into as well over here in North America. Right, yeah. How about you, Jason? Um, you know, looking back, some of the, you know the biggest surprise to me was the amount of quality uh independent you know slash small studio uh games that came out this year just a lot of good quality stuff uh you're talking like limbo uh which was just a amazing artistic feat yeah uh on the xbox three sixty uh minecraft which just took the world by storm. Um, you know, it's just simple concept, horrible graphics, but such a simple gameplay concept. And I'm playing it now. Yeah, you know, it's like people just, you know, it's so creative. You know, games like that, games like Super Meat Boy, which is just like a, you know, old, you know, harkens back to an old school platformer. Games like that, those kind of those kind of games, those kind of studios are, that are putting out games like that, there are just a ton of them. Just really good quality, you know, small time, independent games, and they're all fantastic. And you know, some of the best gaming moments out there. You know, even even if it's just for you know like an hour or two. You know, you, you know, if that's all the game takes, where you you just run right through it, I mean, shoot, you know, you can't beat that. 
especially at the price that you're getting them for. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and that's the thing is that there's so many of them, you know, this year as opposed to you know years past. It's 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 amazing. Eh? You've seen like a really, you know, big rise uh, in that kind of uh, thing. So pretty cool. Yeah, that was kind of surprising. My surprises are that Eric doesn't actually look like a hobbit in real life. <laughs> um, and uh, also um, that microtransactions and the free-to-play model has actually saved several MMOs which have reinvented themselves. That is a surprise. I agree. They were. I mean, they were just hanging on, and now they're thriving. So, well, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings Online probably would not be around anymore yeah. unless it was for... It's thriving. It's doing great. So. You know, how they've uh, rearranged their pricing models. You know, same thing goes for uh, you know, the Dungeons and Dragons Online. Yeah. You know, both of those games... Uh, you know, I'm not sure how... You know, how bad things were as far as the Lord of the Rings Online game was, but... You know, it must have been kind of dire for them to make the decision to even change that over. Yeah. You know, when they did, and then... Turbine, man. You know, it becomes totally successful. They totally turned a corner there. Well, yeah, and and they they made it... You know, when when they started doing it, you know, I think it kind of made it acceptable for, you know, maybe more North American companies to start thinking the same way. Because yeah. for, you know, honestly, for a while there, a lot of North American companies were like, fuck that. We're, n- we're never going to go that route. We're subscription all the way, and we're going to stay subscription, and that's yeah. all we're going to be. Yeah, it's true, you know. And now it's like, now they have to take a look, and they have to say, oh, maybe we maybe should go this way. Maybe that model's not inherently flawed. Yeah. Um, how about high points and low points for the year? This is like our final topic. Uh, I'll start out. Let's say my high point was the E3 trip with Noah and Eric. Um, oh, I was Jason, there. Jason in spirit, because I talked to him a lot while I was there. <laughs> but uh, that, just seeing seeing it being kind of immersed in that culture for a couple, three days, um, and then learning how to kind of do the live blogging and then doing, like, nightly podcasts. And I'd never even messed with Twitter, really. I'd been, like, a consumer, but I'd never really... Tweeted, and it was kind of cool to send you know pictures up and just kind of try and be you know kind of involved that way. That was really cool. And then the low point would be watching EA and their execs fuck up over and over and over strategically. Um, the you know you have executives putting their feet in their mouths and saying shit that's contradictory to other execs and other things that their spokesmen have said, and it's just like man, that company. It's like, I don't know, it's, it, it reminds me of the uh, abominations in World of Warcraft. It's like just too damn big and stupid to die, but its guts are hanging out. Hey, man, it's just, there's nothing wrong with those abominations. Yeah. They're all good, okay. man. EA is like a really, really, is it, EA is an abomination of an abomination. <laughs> That's what they are. And it's just frustrating to see because they have a lot of titles that I like and have liked and... I just wish they'd get their shit together. But I guess I'll quit worrying about them. Um, 
What about you, Noah? I definitely was really excited to finally have a channel massive presence at E3. It was really cool to have you go, Mark, and to meet Eric in person. And I didn't get to spend as much time with you guys as I wanted to because of my Nintendo Joe responsibilities. But when I did, it was golden. Oh, we had a lot of fun. And also, I would be remiss to not say that finally achieving a redesign of Nintendoja, which I've had on my to-do list for years, actually getting that done is a huge milestone, not only for that website, but in my personal achievements list, and because it's something that I've always wanted to do, and to finally get it done, and so quickly and so successfully, has been really rewarding and very satisfying. On the low point, given that I am such a Nintendo fanboy, and it's been nice to see Nintendo get back in the first place with this generation. The fact that the company acts so oblivious on the console front, they come with the competitions throwing at them from both Sony and Microsoft, it's just really infuriating. It's like seeing your favorite football team lose <laughs> uh, game after game and still you know, not doing anything about the coach until the very last minute. Yeah. Put in so, why don't they put in Tebow? Why don't Nintendo? Why doesn't Nintendo put in Tebow? Work for the front. <laughs> yeah. Just put him in. He walks on water. <laughs> yeah. He'll be sick. Yeah. Just, yeah. So I'm hoping that those things will turn around. But you know, other overall, definitely more ups than downs in this year for me on the video game front. How about you, Jason? Um, mine. My my both my my high point and my my low point kind of has to do with the same game. Um, I, I rediscovered World of Warcraft, which has been... And, and I guess it's kind of like rediscovering MMOs because, you know, if you've been listening to this show for the past, hell, year or two, uh, you'll know that I've become kind of disenchanted with just the whole genre. Really? You broke the genre down into materials? In general. And, uh, but I kind of like... You know, I'm I'm liking World of Warcraft right now. Uh, I I got back into you know the whole swing of MMO things uh, with Cataclysm, or well, I'm sorry, with Cataclysm, and I'm really liking it. But then there are also other parts of of it that I don't like, and I, I don't like the fact that it's been uh, kind of watered down. Uh, I don't like the fact that, you know, there's no, there's no quests anymore to, you know, train your pets or, uh, learn new shaman abilities or any of that. It's like they kind of, like, take the soul out of the game. And that's very disappointing to me. Because... Uh, the, the the stuff that they removed was not what was wrong with World of Warcraft. I mean, they, they could have kept all that in, and it wouldn't have made a difference as far as, uh, you know, improving the experience for the player. It, 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 in fact, it, it kind of takes away from it a bit. And so I think, um, while, yes, Cataclysm has improved 
World of Warcraft quite a bit because there's just you know the the quests are more linear and and they make more sense and, and it's really fun and, the, and the, the quests and the story itself makes more sense. It's lost a little bit of its soul along the way, and that's unfortunate. But you love the World of Warcraft now. Oh, well, I mean, overall, yeah, I'd say, yeah, but they're definitely, you know, it's like, they they, they made some changes, and I'm not sure that the, the changes they made were necessarily good. That's all I'm saying. Well, we're going to fire up a World of Warcraft uh, vanilla emulator server for you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, I'm not. I don't. I, I'm not saying I want to go back to. Oh, I know. I'm like, totally joking. You know, day zero. It's just there's been some forum posts where people are like, "Vanilla WoW was the best, man." I'm like, really? No, I mean, I, and, and and again, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. It's I just, know you don't. I'm just you know, I think that there were some things that you know. They, why, why did they have to get rid of some of? I, I did kind of like the ridiculous. I liked the fact that the war the warlocks had, for instance, those quests to get their pets, right? Right. And I liked that it wasn't equally difficult to cross different races of war. No, and, you know, so it was like an epic thing where you had to like yeah. gather your guild or or gather a party of friends to go out to a particular yeah. area just to get, you know go through that quest or to build that robe that they had. Remember that? You had to yeah, you know, there was like this, this like whole drawn out thing, and it was like yeah. really cool. And, I kind of liked that. Too. And everybody banded together because they knew they were like, hey, you know, I got a friend that you know needs to you know do this particular quest. Yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, we'll help them out. But you know, now there's there's nothing like that anymore. I, and I still maintain that they've kind of moved that difficulty into the instances for the raiders. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see what we find in our exploration into it, but I, I do agree, I kind of miss some of that stuff. It's it's not like, I don't miss, like, on the extreme, I don't miss the EverQuest days where you didn't know what the hell was going on, and there was no such thing as EQ Wiki or whatever. <laughs> you just had right. to, like, ask people and explore, and, mm -hmm. you know, to get anything done, you had to do, you know, camping and all that crap. I'm glad it's not that hard anymore to play the game, but there are a few things that were kind of Epic about just advancing within your class, which are kind right. of not there so. anymore. Streamlined, I guess. But I think that concludes our our episode one fifty five. Oh uh, yes. See if our predictions pan out when we rewrite history for episode. Uh, let's see, it'll be <laughs> two o two two eleven. When we, we, when we do that, we'll conveniently forget everything we predicted. and <laughs> So it should be fun. But uh, well, thanks thanks for joining us tonight, everyone. Yeah, please send in your predictions and your favorite and least favorite moments to mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. We can't wait to respond to you. Find us on Facebook. <laughs> Take a, we'll take you in our embrace. Want to respond to you, Noah? Watch, watch out for Noah. He'll haunt your dreams. Yeah. Come like us on Facebook and follow <laughs> us on Twitter. Yeah, watch oh. out. He's going to be... <laughs> Eric, you know you're there. 
Thank you very much for downloading this episode. We look forward to hearing from you. We'll be back soon. Hey, Noah, can you say, like, live at the Coliseum? <laughs> live at the Coliseum. Zilla. <laughs> Godzilla. Is that what you said? Rodzilla. Ronzilla? Rod, like hot rod. Rod. Oh, Rodzilla. <laughs> <laughs> One night, night, night only. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you. Feel the thunder.